Radio show fun fact. Someone on this show was born without physical openings of any kind. Which is ironic, since they're always referred to as a giant asshole. Let's get back to the show. KHJ Los Angeles. Portions of the day's programming are reproduced by means of electrical transcriptions or tape recording. You're listening to the radio. That is so stupid. Comedy is very subjective. It's one of the reasons that I'm a winner. What day is it? It's Tuesday! Where? What time is it now? It's time to wake up now. Hey, who's ready to have some fun? Is this a test? Got it! It's too early. Fun is fun! Today is such a great day. For a Tuesday morning show. Tuesdays are better. This is true. I can't wait to get started. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready! Alright, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. The Mike Show. So darn happy that uh, you could join us on this Tuesday. Well, I'm happy too. I'm I'm happy that you're happy, Thanks. and I'm happy that you're uh, that you're here. And uh, and you had a uh, you had a big busy weekend too. Yeah, uh, I went back to my old high school in Southern New Jersey to my 50th high school reunion. Wow! I know I know you're out there saying, how could he be old enough to have a 50th? I reunion, but I know it's true, right? Yeah, it's true. Uh, no, no, I, I, you don't. You don't look a day over. Uh, how old are you? Yeah, sixty-seven. Yeah, you don't look a day over sixty-seven. Uh, Seven. I'm actually sixty-eight, so I don't look a day over sixty-seven. No, no. But no. um, you know, I I would recommend that everyone do that just because it's such an interesting experience. At least, at least once. Yeah, just once. I haven't. That's I haven't I been. Is it? Is that the? Uh, is that the only? Uh, was that the only uh, high school reunion that you've been to? No, it's not. I went okay. to my 20th, my 30th, okay. and now my 50th. I only went to three. Okay. I, I have been to... Here, wait. Let me, uh, let me emphasize this with sound. I've been to zero. Not yeah, one. Yeah, well, everybody's been talking about that. I know. Well, it's so interesting, <laughs> though, because um, I went to a really, really big high school. I mean, there were 650 kids in my class. And we had about 150 at the reunion, and it's just so funny walking right up and talking to this, the girls that were like so popular and pretty that I was afraid to talk to them in high yeah. school. Yeah. And I just walk up to them, hey, how you doing? You know, it's yeah, it's a bizarre thing as you grow up, and and the neuroses that you had yeah. as a as a 16, 17 year old. Well, and and we were clicked. You know, yeah, we, we, we all were. You know, we, we kids are clicked, and and yeah. you know they have to find their people. And now I found my people, but I was also I, I I was also the class clown. Can you believe that? That's hard to imagine. Yeah, can you imagine that? And that's how I coped uh, with you know life and things and whatever. I was the class clown, so yeah. I made friends with everybody, and I was invited to most of the parties. So it, it didn't matter if it was if it was jocks or if it was you know stoners or if it was yeah. you know you know. The, uh, the the metalheads or I whoever. Was pr- I was pretty much a nerd. I mean, I was a little bit of a jock. I, I, was, mean, I, I, ran, was, I was a nerd. I ran track and cross country. My I played, played baseball and stuff. But but I I was really pretty nerdy in high school. Yeah. And I, I actually should have brought my... You know, they had the thing where they have a, a name tag on that has your senior yeah. year picture on it. Really? Oh, my God. Did they? <laughs> Did yeah, they really? I should have brought that Special torture. You, you'd die laughing. But anyway, the... On the upside, I saw five or six people that I really enjoyed seeing that I really wanted to talk to. Yeah. But but the, the sad part is there were 20 other people that I would love to have seen that didn't come. Yeah. 
and, and I wish they had. And you had mentioned, and you know, not to not to you know rip open the rip off the bandaid or anything. But yeah. You had mentioned uh, a lot of a lot of folks that had passed away. Yeah, there were that, there you, must that been, you didn't realize. There must have been fifty people from our class that have well, passed. Yours. No, this is mine. <laughs> I was I was I was trying to I was trying to move that so that we could see the Batman mask. Oh, but that was yours. It wasn't mine. Can you okay. see the Batman mask now? Yes, I'm, I'm Batman. I, no, I am. Okay, sorry. But anyway, sorry uh, yeah, a number of people pass away, which is really sad, and and a lot of them, of course, I didn't realize were gone. Um, but anyway, it, it's one of those things where uh, you know, if I had it to do all over again, I'm not sure I would have gone. But I guess I'm glad I did. Yeah, it's a one shot yeah. deal, and you and you should. Yeah, no, it's a. I, I agree. I, I think it's. I think it's a good thing that you went. Uh, I have been to zero. Uh, just absolutely zero. Yeah, but you um, went to high school in Pittsburgh, right? I mean, yeah, it's just not outside, like it's right next door. No, it's well, but you were in New Jersey. That's yeah. not that's not an easy trek either. Yeah. So, it had it, if if I wanted to make the effort, uh, I would make the effort. And here's here's the thing, I, I don't I, I I don't know. Maybe this is my perception. I don't know. Uh, but the the uh, people that were in my high school were in my class. Uh, that would go to these reunions, and and I've and I've I've followed you know briefly, you know I've checked in every once in a while on yeah. the reunion page, you yeah. know, and and it it just seems like it's always the exact same people, yeah, and they're the same click, <coughs> they're the same literally the same click that they were in high school, and they all stayed in our little section of town. Yeah, in our yeah. little part of uh, and, and 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 they yeah. and they're fine with that, and I'm fine with that. In large part, that that was still true for me too. I was mean, it? it was a, yeah. The, okay. The the neighborhood, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was very clickish, and a lot of the the all the people that were on the organizing committee for this, there were about six of them. Yeah. Were part of this one clique, so a whole lot of their friends came. Yeah. Yeah. Not not so much mine. Okay. The the other takeaway, and I and I'll wrap this up by no, saying no, no. that. My wife is an amazingly wonderful person. Of course she is. Because she went to this thing and had a great time, was really fun. Yeah. Um, was just got into these great conversations with people that that I knew in high school. And I, 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 I was just, I am just so proud of her. Well, that's awesome. For being the kind of person yeah. she is. Well, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, kudos to Terry. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. You. Thank no, you. no, no, no. Thank you. And okay. thank Terry. Yeah. Um, yeah, we had a we had a crazy busy weekend. Yeah, you did. Um, and <laughs> personal side of things that I'm not going to talk about. We won't get into no, that. No, we will not because you know it's been resolved and uh, and that's fine. Um, on the uh, on the on the work side of things, uh, we had a great time out at uh, out at the uh, Virginia Wine and Garlic Festival. Uh, yeah. Both days, even in the rain on on Saturday, still yeah. had a great turnout. And the best thing about it was there were there were no lines. So you could d- just go right you in, just wine yeah, out, just huh? wine out. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Sunday was beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, Sunday and nice. we had a huge turnout, uh, and that was nice. Uh, Friday we had uh, chamomile and whiskey at the Academy, and then Thursday night—I don't know if you were aware of this or if we talked since uh, since this—but uh, Thursday uh, we did something at Three Roads uh, that we're now turning into a regular thing. Uh, we inadvertently created something that uh, I think is going to be 
Uh, I think it's going to stick. Yeah? Yeah. What is uh, that? Okay. So, uh, Thursday night, uh, we invited Chamomile and Whiskey. Actually, we invited them to come on this show. Okay? Yeah. They heard that we were going to be at Three Roads. So, uh, Coda and Marie reached out to us from, from the band Chamomile and Whiskey and, that, and said, Hey, can we just pop in and join you at Three Roads? And we're like, yes, absolutely. That would be great. We can promote the show for tomorrow, and we'll give away tickets, and, and that'll be awesome. And they said, you mind if we bring instruments? And we're like, what? Yeah, exactly. All right, two of the band members from Co- from uh, from yeah, Camille yeah, and, and Whiskey, Whiskey, great band, uh, showed up. So we brought the sound system. We brought everything so that they didn't have to. Uh, all they had to do was was show up. We did an interview with them. We introduced them to everybody there. Introduced them on air, and uh, and then they played uh, a couple songs. That's fantastic. And it was they just jammed acoustic, and it That's was fantastic. it was so it was a pop up, totally impromptu, and and just a treat uh, for everybody that was there. So I'm thinking about this because you know I'm always thinking, right? It's what you do best. Budget. Always thinking. So I I I was like. There is something to this, and I, I don't know how what we'd call it or how we would uh, how we'd would pull this off every week. But I'm gonna think about this, and I and and I went to bed Thursday night, and I woke up Friday morning with light bulb moment, hmm. and I went, oh, I know exactly what to call it. Did you say Eureka? Uh, I I did smell a little bit, uh. but. Uh, I I said I said to myself, self, I know exactly what to call this. I know how we can package this up, and and uh, you know if this was a test of the uh, emergency broadcast system, and it was only a test, but it, but but we but we passed flying colors in the event of a real event. Yeah. So uh, we're calling them the miked up pop up concerts with my name, Mike, Mike. Apostrophe D, mic'd up, mic'd up, uh, pop-up concerts at Three Roads, uh, and we're doing this for happy hours, either Thursdays or Fridays, depending uh, on the dates. And so we reached out to some of our other uh, band and musician friends, and uh, we're going to have this Thursday, we're going to have Chris Shepard. Uh, he is oh, I a know Chris. comedic musician and uh, and a thespian, a, a terrific actor. Yeah, uh, so he's going to be joining us uh, to play a couple of his uh, wacky songs on Thursday. That's great. We're going to interview him at Three Roads. What time will this happen? This is between five and seven Thursday night, and then uh, next week, not this uh, Friday, but next Friday, because I'm going to be in uh, New York. You're going to be in the big city. Yeah, I'm going to be in in New York City. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it on Friday, the twenty eighth, and uh, musician Mike Dill is gonna be joining us uh, for our mic'd up, uh, and so it's gonna be Mike Squared, uh, our mic'd up pop up concert series uh, at uh, Three Roads for happy hour. It's awesome. So yeah. So now so and, and I've got. Uh, Are you uh, thinking about doing this every week? Yes, we're doing it every week. You're amazing, Christian Quisenberry. Uh, has uh, it's hard to say. Yeah, uh, Christian Quisenberry. You know, he also has the Christian Q in the Groove. Uh, he just released an album, uh, and uh, we reached out to him. He reached back and said, "Yeah, absolutely, I'll play one of these." So we're we're going through all of our uh, all of our um, uh, the the folks at Black Blackbird Medicine. Blackbird Medicine. I, I let me let me see if I got that right. Black 
So how long a set are they gonna play? Like one set for an hour? How how long? No, no, it's play? just it's just whatever. It's it's whatever they want to do. Blackbird Medicine Band, uh, and it's whatever they want to do. Uh, they they absolutely positively. If they just want to do one song, they want to do two songs, uh, they want to do three songs. Uh, but we're there from five to seven. So you know, however long they want to do it, it's entirely up to them. So they could theoretically play for an hour if they want. They could if they want to, but most managers won't won't allow that uh, for you know, free. For free, correct. Uh, so you know, don't give it a, give it away for free. I'll come and play one. Uh, that would be great. I'd love for you to play one. Well, what we would actually love for you uh, to do uh, one of our uh, one of our happy hour playlists. Yeah, I do want to do that and narrate the happy hour playlist. We've we've talked about that. that I definitely yeah, want to do host that, that hour. But we're we want to start recording those live also at Three Roads. Yeah. Okay. Fab. I'll I'll get my, I'll yeah. get working on my playlist. So if we don't have a band to do a mic'd up, and that's uh, a pop- roughly ten song thing. Yeah, ten twelve songs. Okay. So uh, if we don't have a band uh, to do a mic'd up pop up concert, uh, and and especially maybe for first Fridays, uh, I, I kind of want to do the happy hour thing. Uh, but yeah. we'll see. We'll we'll see. We'll see what we what we can work into the schedule, and and uh, I definitely want to do that. But we created a thing. And mic'd uh, up. I yeah. liked it. And I liked we, that a lot. Yeah. And it's and it's keeping in theme with the show. And it's keeping in theme with the mission of Radio 434 to, you know, do uh, local bringing local global and uh, and and uh, new music discovery and, and local artist discovery. And that's it's it's right within our wheelhouse. And and it fits in, in, in us bringing more people and different people to three roads that's fantastic yeah so win 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 yeah the, the winning just keeps on win there we go that's great man all right uh on today's program uh, of course uh, we've got your five random facts uh, we're gonna get really really stupid with your stupid criminals in dot news uh you can uh, listen to us on the alexa device on i said on the alexa device <laughs> our our there live show is. yep Live show and our feature channel, 24-7, 365. The live show is from 8 to 11. And then 24-7, 365, really, really cool modern, alternative, uh, and uh, really cool vintage tunes on that uh, on that uh, feature channel. It's called Modern. So if you go to Radio 434, you can click on that. Or you can click on the Mike Show channel. And uh, when, when we're on live, you can hear us live. You can get us on our apps. You can get us on the Alexa just by in, in enabling our skill. Just say, Alexa, enable the Radio 434 skill, and she will. And then every time after that you want to listen, you just say, Alexa, play Radio 434. You can get the Mike Show VA podcast anywhere they get podcasts or ask Alexa. Alexa, play the Mike Show VA podcast. Okie dokie. Um, oh, and, and then, of course, watch us on Facebook Live at the yeah, Mike Show VA. In color. In living color. Living color. Uh on the way, also, uh, we've got uh, Megan Huffman is going to be joining us with Sarah Proctor uh, from the Academy Center oh, of the Arts. Oh, yeah, I love Sarah Proctor. Sarah's coming in to talk about uh, their uh, fundraising efforts and a, and a new program uh, that you will not want to miss, a new initiative within the Academy. You will not want to miss this. This is if you're, if you're uh, a lover of theater, if you're a lover of that theater, if you're a lover of concerts and venues and things, you will not want to miss this interview with Sarah Proctor. That's coming Excellent. up. Uh, this portion of the broadcast is brought to you in part by Lynchburg Regional Airport. It is so much easier. 
making sure that you never miss that important connection. At Lynchburg Regional Airport, we're ready when you're ready. Four bags to check in, please. LYH, from here to there to anywhere, we're ready when you're ready. Three Roads Brewery is Lynchburg's gathering spot. Enjoy the relaxed open atmosphere of the Lynchburg Tap Room with plenty of space to unwind or outside on their expansive patio with friends and the entire family. Check out Three Roads games, arcade style, darts, and more. And of course, an excellent selection of craft beers brewed on site. Grab a Three Roads today at their tap room, 1300 Court Street, downtown Lynchburg, their tap room in Farmville, or anywhere they serve great beer. Three Roads is also available at area convenience stores and supermarkets. And if they don't carry Three Roads, ask them to. Brewing Community, Three Roads Brewery. Give back, do good at the YMCA. The YMCA of Central Virginia is partnering with Foster Fuels to expand their annual coat drive. Please bring any gently used, like new, or new coats to one of our three convenient locations. The Jamerson Family YMCA, the Downtown YMCA, or the YMCA on Old Forest Road. And we will ensure that these items are cleaned and given to local school children and adults that are in need. Visit us online for more information at ymcacva.org. And let's give back and do good. Coming to you live from the Stonecrafter Studios. For custom countertops and cabinetry, shop Stonecrafters' incredible inventory at their Factory Direct Warehouse, 3678 Manita Road, Bedford. Online at StonecraftersVA.com. KHF! With the price of gold at an all-time high, nearly $2,000 an ounce, now's the time to get on board. Now you can turn something that you have plenty of and get shiny new gold in return. Presenting Cats for Gold. Turn your litter maker into a glitter maker. That's right. Now you can cash in your unwanted cats and get gold in return. Here's how to do it. Just snatch boots or socks off mom's custom curtains. Put them in the prepaid padded envelope and ship them off to us. We'll weigh them, tabby them up, and send you his value in bling. Turn two small kittens into gold line mittens. Go from meow to oh wow. Turn kitty to pretty in just days with cats for gold. Not affiliated with dogs for diamonds or birds for bucks. No, not at all. Speaking of uh, speaking of birds, uh, we have a bird that is flying around in our building. It got in somehow, and it's it's flying around the building. Who told that bird the key, the combination? I have no idea. Um, and and some I don't know. Probably Mark left the back door open, and he was out back smoking or something, and it flew in. Who knows? Can't Jerry get him? No, no. Jerry does not go out in the hallway. Uh, Jerry got out of our place one time, and and he had a meltdown. He yeah. he he got downstairs and he got to the to the you know to like the uh, foyer level. Yeah, the entryway. And he like freaked out and didn't remember how to get back to the house. And he 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 hid behind he hid behind this fake tree, uh, like you know like that's gonna hide him. Because yeah. it's this little fake tree, and then there's Big Jerry, yeah. and he's he's a fat boy, and so I found him downstairs, and he was just he was just terrified, and uh, and he he really wanted to come back in the house, uh, but yeah, wow. the, so the bird, this bird is flying around, yeah. and and it got I swear to God, it's been there for two weeks, and we can't we can't get him out, we can't shoo him out. Well, birds are not that smart; yeah. they won't follow you. You can't like you can't like. That's where the term bird brain comes yeah, from. Yeah, uh, there you go. Yeah. You you can't like you know uh, tempt him with food like a cat or a dog, no. and and so we can't lure him out the Eventually door. Eventually he'll die of starvation. Well, we don't want that well, to happen. No, that sucks. Yeah, so I I think I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna open one of the because birds will naturally go to the highest point. 
So we're going to go up to Hub's level, and we're going to open, open up Hub's apartment. We're going to well. <laughs> I don't think we're going to do that. Let's do well, that. That's an idea, though. I that, like it. I Okay. All right. New plan. Uh, we're going to send them to Hub's place. Yeah. And yeah. Hub, Hub can deal with them, uh, especially you know, especially coming off of uh, Jekyll and Hyde. So my, my really messy cat that I used to have, Oscar Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar, a bird came down our chimney once. And really? Oscar, it took about five seconds, and Oscar <laughs> leaped up in the air and nailed it right out of the air. Yeah, that ain't going to happen with Jerry. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway uh, we're talking money uh, now in oh, this segment. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, Everybody is pushing for mobile wallets and contactless payments, and there are some places that don't even accept cash anymore. Uh, literally, there, there are. And well, so, if you go, like, this summer at a Hillcats game... You couldn't pay cash for hot dogs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's all it's all cashless there. Uh, out is, at, I think it's great actually. Out at Garlic Fest, uh, most most everything was uh, was you know with a card. Yeah. A uh, new poll uh, asked, and this is I, I guess the question is: So are people still carrying cash around? I'm not. I carry like I carry like twenty bucks on me. I I, um, I don't carry any cash. Well, I don't carry cash. When I'm just walking around or taking the dogs out, I don't take my wallet. I don't no, take my cash. Not. I don't take anything uh, out when I'm taking the dogs out. But if I'm going somewhere, I'll, I'll probably take like 20 bucks in cash. Well, we went to Philadelphia for the whole long three-day weekend. Yeah. No cash. Huh. No need. No cash. Nice. So this new poll asked people uh, how often they pay in cash with making an in-person purchase. Um, Probably about... Seven years ago, I was doing everything with cash. Yeah, I completely eliminated Mostly wasting it. Yeah, yeah, I completely eliminated uh, any, any, any uh, transactional things. I did everything with cash. Okay, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't an off the grid thing. I just, I, I just was that in. when we used to call you El Chapo? Yeah, I got into this phase. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, anyway, so. Seven uh, percent of people say they always pay in cash. Uh, another fourteen percent say they usually do. On the flip side, eight percent say they never use cash. Right. Another thirty percent say they rarely do. Right. Uh, I guess that would be you. Um, rarely, extremely rarely. Thirty-six percent of people say they often use cash and and other methods. Uh, the interesting thing is that young adults are the most likely to say they always pay in cash. Huh? While older adults, especially boomers, are more likely to say they never pay in cash. You'd almost think it was the opposite. Yeah, you would. They didn't uh, They didn't break it down by payment method, so maybe the never cashers are using credit cards or debit cards for convenience and mm. safety rather than whipping out their devices to use like the Apple Pay or something Don't like that. Don't be whipping out your devices. Or maybe, or maybe they're writing checks. Yeah, thank. <laughs> maybe. Remember, the, remember those? <laughs> I do remember those. And we still... Okay. So we... we I still have to pay uh, our, our cleaning service that way. I'm rich. You're not. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. I, I, I can't... I, I've tried to get her to, to use, like, any of the digital methods. Not happening. And, and, she, and she, just, she just asks Please uh, just politely. Please just leave me a check. Please just leave me a check. And I go, okay, well... Uh, I'm rich. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that brings us to our top list today. Uh, remember when cash was king? Not I anymore. Know. Yeah. In fact, 8% of us never use it nowadays. And in a desperate attempt, though, to keep those dead presidents very much alive, we present today's list 
It's our top list today. Top reasons to still carry cash. All right. All right. We ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Number one. Um, no, 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 no. You can't snort coke with crypto. Uh, whenever, whenever you're bored, you can pull out a $20 bill and admire Andrew Jackson's uh, tele-evangelistic level hair. Nice. Tele-evangelistic level hair. See, I read that without stumbling. You, that, that was really professionally mm-hmm. done. Thank you. Uh, top reasons to still carry cash. Coins give you something to jingle when you want to let the rest of the bus note you're a high roller. Yeah. Uh, top reasons to still carry cash. Tossing credit cards in the air doesn't exactly count as making it rain. Uh, making it rain. <laughs> uh, top reasons to still carry cash. As convenient as Apple Pay is, tossing your iPhone into the into the mall fountain when you want to make a wish isn't exactly financially prudent. Not. Penny loafers without pennies just look sad. They're just loafers. Yeah. Uh, actually, with pennies, they look sad, too. Bad Sad, example. Sadder. Yeah. Uh, top reasons to still carry cash. Uh, flattening dollar bills for the vending machine keeps your fingers fit. Good idea. Uh, coins are a great way to meet Scott Baio. <laughs> it gives you an excuse to drop something in his cup. Oh, my God. <laughs> top reasons to still carry cash. What else are you going to keep in your wallet? Condoms? Ah. Ah. Anyway, uh, the Mike Show. <clears throat> See, uh, what is today? Today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh, coming up. Oh, I think uh, Megan Huffman and here? Uh, Sarah Proctor are here. Let me uh, let me d- double check. I'll trust but verify. Uh, here, uh, we're outside the studio. I'll All right, let them in. All right, that's awesome. Uh, this portion of the broadcast uh, is uh, brought to you in part by. Uh, CMA's Honda of Lynchburg. From brand new to lightly used, CMA's Honda of Lynchburg's got you covered. Shop our growing selection today and find our best deals on our entire inventory. That's savings on every single vehicle. And on our used cars, take three days to love it or leave it. Plus, we'll buy your current vehicle, trade in with us, and get an unbeatable offer. Start shopping and saving today. CMA's Honda of Lynchburg. Owners just care more. Traveling with your family is not only affordable from Lynchburg Regional Airport, it's convenient, too. Our daily departures offer easy connections on American Airlines through Charlotte to over 170 nonstop destinations. So check the great round-trip fares currently being offered to your vacation destinations by using flylyh.com today and click Book Now. Prices are subject to change without notice and certain restrictions apply. Advanced purchases required and availability is limited. Low fares, less hassle. Check Lynchburg first. There's nothing like holding a freshly grilled Jersey Mike's cheesesteak. It's even better than holding a winning million-dollar lottery ticket. For starters, Uncle Sam takes half. Then you buy some useless stuff, like a tiny suit of armor for your cat. And before you know it, your sister's cousins and Uncle Frankie come knocking on your door for handouts. Bing, bang, boom, you're back to zero. So if you want to play a winning number, order a number 17 Mike's Famous Philly. Freshly grilled right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. Broadcasting from the Stonecrafter Studios. For custom countertops and cabinetry, shop Stonecrafters Incredible Inventory at their Factory Direct Warehouse, 3678 Manita Road, Bedford. Online at StonecraftersVA.com. KHF. This is not headline news. A Girl Scout treasurer was arrested for theft and fraud. On the bright side, she earned her crypto badge. 
A California law could force people with mental illness to seek help. Don't read into this, but they named it Britney's Law. Courtney Cox regrets all the facial fillers she got, except around Halloween when she saves a ton on makeup. And Amazon is testing out drug delivery by drone. Meanwhile, CVS is still trying to sell you Halloween candy while you buy hemorrhoid medication. This is not headline news. It is not. It's the Mike Show. You would think the two of those go hand in hand. Uh, or a hand in something. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. So is this crazy or clever? Um, there are times when you may, may be asked for a personal reference for jobs or, you know, getting an apartment or something like that. Okay. Well, what about dating? The uh, New York Post has a story about a woman who asks her dates for references from other women before getting too involved. <laughs> like other women that he's dated? Yes. Oh. She liked the idea because she had a bad experience with a guy who never introduced her to any of his family or friends. And after a few months, she realized that he already had a relationship and she was she was the other woman. Uh, and you'd think that she'd get a lot of pushback from guys about making, you know, about this reference thing. Yeah. But the first time went well. She met a guy online, but before they met, she asked for a female reference. He was a little unsure, but after she explained why she was asking, he gave her her sister's phone number, and the woman texted her a bit. Uh, she then went out with the guy, and they're still together four months later. He gave her his sister's correct number. Correct. Okay, so not somebody that he dated. No, but just, just a, a female, a female reference. Kind of okay. Yeah. Now uh, she's doing this to avoid red flags, but guys, uh, would this be a red flag to you? Or does it seem reasonable? Um, yeah, that seems reasonable. Does it? Well, yeah, because dating uh, is such a crap see, show anymore. It's, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know this. Yeah. So, and and uh, and 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 my my heart goes out to anybody that's in that pool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, the pool has pee in it. <laughs> oh my! Let me just tell you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's a little murky. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, speaking in instead of let's let's do this instead of doing it by references. How about uh, how you butter your toast? According to this, okay. This this story comes to us from England. <laughs> uh, they had some psychologists weigh in on how different people butter their toast. And according to this, it says a lot about you. Is is there more than one way? Uh, apparently. Apparently there's nine ways what? to butter your toast. Yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Okay. Um, yeah, let's see. Do, 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 do. What is this? Where it says, yeah, apparently it says a lot about your personality. Uh, period. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, they had some psychologists weigh in on how different people do it and what it says about you. Here are the nine buttering techniques and what each one supposedly means. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, here we Let's do it from the bottom up because that's the way I like to do it. Uh, the barely there. Uh, you use just enough butter to get the job done. Uh, you want to know what that means? Now, d now weigh in if any of these uh, uh, describe you. Okay. Okay. Uh, are you a barely there? No. Just enough butter to get the job done. No. Okay. Neither am I. No, I, um, I like butter. Unless, unless I'm, I, I am down to like nothing left 
in the in the uh, container of butter, and then I'm just like trying yeah. to barely get now. When something you say container there. of butter, do you mean actual butter or do you use margarine? Well, okay, for for toast, uh, I use margarine. Okay, uh, just because it's easier to spread. Actually, quite frankly, I, I use cream cheese more than anything. Okay. But if but if I did butter do butter bread, because uh, I'll do that if I make uh, if I make. Uh, dippy eggs. Yeah, yeah. So, you, so you, you have something to dip the eggs in, or, or I make something called an egg sandwich surprise. Okay. And and I take I, I take a uh, an, an over easy with the runny yolk inside. Yep. And I put that on a sandwich, but I butter the toast yeah, for the yeah. sandwich, and I, and I usually put cheese and maybe uh, maybe turkey or ham on it. Okay. And then uh, I give that to the kids, and then the kids are eating their sandwich. And then they bite into the yolk, and the yolk yolk goes everywhere. But that's the surprise. Yeah, and so they like that. It's the, uh, yeah, it's okay. it's it's a thing. See, it's, I I always egg, have butter egg sandwich surprise, and I keep it at room temperature. Butter or margarine? Butter. Okay. All right. So, um, you're not a barely there. Oh no. Okay. No. Nope. So the barely there means you're a go getter who moves fast and doesn't waste time, or you're just on a diet, or. Your your uh, your container of uh, margarine is almost empty. Uh, num- number eight on the list: the curler. Uh, they're ref- they're referencing a specific utensil called a butter curler. Yep. If you use anything other than a knife to butter your bread, it means. Are you a curler? No. You don't use any other utensil. No. <laughs> you barely use a knife. It means you're smug if you use the curler. And tend to think your way is the best way. You're also good at puzzles. Um, these. <laughs> okay. I'm not making this up. These are nine buttering techniques. Some psychologists weighed in on how different people, you know, how they butter their toast. And it's supposed to, to legitimately say, you know, what kind of a person okay. you are. Okay. Uh, are you a tear and spread? It's where you, it's where you tear pieces off. And then butter them individually. Tear pieces of, 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 of toast off and then butter them individually. No. What kind of monster does that? <laughs> well, according to this, that says you're fun, outgoing, and think differently. And you probably have good communication skills because you have to explain yourself a lot. Yeah. Okay. How about the double cider? Are you a double cider? No. Okay. Who does that? It's the... Uh, <laughs> oh, the British. You spread butter on both sides. Uh, it's a sign that you're creative, live by your own rules, and don't mind being the weird one. Mm. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, number five on the list, uh, the crust avoider. You butter the middle of the bread and you don't go near the edges. You don't. You don't. I said. No. Okay. No, that's not me. It's a sign you're extremely neat. You don't want to make a mess, so you make sure you butter inside the lines. All right. Uh, number four on our buttering toast technique list. Uh, would you like some toast with that butter? If uh, if you use way more butter than most people, you probably have a happy disposition, enjoy life, and don't mind overindulging. Is that you? I, I hover there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean I I like butter on my toast. Okay. What about what <laughs> what about the clumper? The clumper. The clumper. The clumper. Uh, the clumper is um, it's. Um, I think I may need a kidney transplant. No, minimal spreading. Just one or two pads of butter mashed onto the bread. 
uh, and and that says you think outside the box, like to do things your own way, and also tend to be late a lot. <laughs> okay, maybe that's Desiree. Yeah, because because you, <laughs> you're not thinking ahead of time to to take the butter out, yeah. and so yeah. yeah. Um, total coverage. This is number two on the list. Every square inch of the bread must have butter. Is that you? Yeah, that's me too. That's you? Okay, so you're yeah. you're a would you like some toast with that butter and your total coverage. Okay, so what that says about you, total coverage, says you're methodical, precise, organized, and like to be in control. Hmm. Wow. And then uh, number one on the list is the glider. Uh, you're the glider. You uh, toss some butter on. Glide it across the bread once or twice and eat. Hmm. All right. That means, supposedly, you're laid back, easygoing, and okay with change. I'm going to tell you, I saw the coolest uh, uh, uh. thing hmm? on yeah. one of those little Facebook reels or whatever. Maybe yeah, it was yeah, TikTok. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But this woman took, like, one of those big round breads, mm-hmm. cored out the center of it. Yeah. And she made a butter candle. So she took like heavy, heavy cream butter, yeah, and clarified it, and then poured it into like a Dixie cup uh-huh. with a wick in the center. Interesting. And then once it hardened, she put it in the center of the bread and lit the candle. And about, you know, about five minutes after you light it, there's enough of a pool of butter there that you can just tear bread off and dip it. Well, that's weird. That looked like a really cool idea to me. Um, speaking of food. Food festivals can be a fun way to go out and experience the culinary offerings in your area. Uh, But this is different. There's actually a food festival coming to L.A. I'm I'm assuming that's Los Angeles. Called Chain Fest. And it will feature bites from restaurants that are chains. Okay. Chili's, Dunkin', Panda Express, Pizza Hut. Gotcha. Sonic, Red Robin. Uh and uh, from in in this specific event, uh, drinks will be provided by Pepsi. There will be specialty alcoholic drinks from uh, Guinness, Smirnoff, Crown Royal, and Captain Morgan. Okay. They're charging seventy five bucks to get in, and if it's slammed and you can't get into every booth, uh, you can use what are your Postmates to hmm. get on site delivery. I don't know what that is. Postmates is like DoorDash. Okay, it's just not. Not as big. One of the people behind it is uh, behind the concept is B.J. Novak from The Office. Uh, But this isn't a joke or or even a sarcastic stunt. Uh, His business partner is a chef, uh, and as part of the event, he's putting his own spin on one classic dish from each chain. So his his chef friend is Tim Hollingsworth, and uh, that's something that you can only get at the festival. So if, for example, uh, the uh, personal pan pizza... I guess Tim would, you know, like uh, like do it up. Chef it up. Chef it up, exactly. Uh, it's unclear if his creations are the only ones part of the festival or if the chains will also provide versions of their own standard food. Uh, the festival is happening in Hollywood the first weekend of December. Hmm. Two days of two days have already sold out. Wow, okay. So they're adding another day. There's no word if they plan to expand it further. You can get ticketing information at eatatchain.com. Eat at chain.com. Uh, interesting. Um, let's see. Is there any... Oh, okay. Let's. Speaking of chains, one more thing, and then that's it. People in Pittsburgh have been complaining 
about Haiyan's guys are going downtown and that. Um, about about a ten cent bag fee that has started showing up on receipts uh, at at uh, fast food places. What? Yeah, at, at, uh, they they've got a ten cent bag fee. Uh, no, this this one in particular was at a McDonald's uh, at the drive-through. Apparently, it's happening. Oh, it's happening at all fast foods in the city of Pittsburgh. They have a new ordinance banning plastic bags. A lot of cities have done this. There's uh, okay. no single-use plastic bags at stores. So you either bring your own bags or you pay a fee, usually $0.10 cents for a paper one. Some people in Pittsburgh say they can't understand why this is happening at McDonald's because they've always had paper bags, right? not plastic. Some think they're taking advantage of the rule by adding the fee. I, I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Especially since you need your food bagged at most drive-throughs. Um, it's like here, here yeah. Here. What? 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 What's next? What? What's next? You can't get a plastic bowl for your Panda Express. Yeah, they just gonna throw just... the rice at you. <laughs> um, McDonald's says they have no choice. Uh, the new Pittsburgh ordinance is requiring them to charge customers ten cents for each paper bag, and they don't have the fee outside the city. And where does uh, that money go? Well, I don't know. Let's uh, let's read on. It seems like the problem in Pittsburgh may be how the ordinance is written. Uh, there are supposedly exceptions for any order that includes open food like fries or a muffin, anything that isn't completely wrapped. That could mean that the cashier has to determine whether or not the customer gets a bag fee. I, they, yeah, add one more thing that they'll have to add a picture to press. Um, there are supposedly exceptions, blah, blah, blah. Plus, there should be a reasonable way to avoid the fee altogether, since the whole point is to try and get people to use fewer bags. In grocery stores, you can usually bring your own reusable bags, Yeah, uh, but it's very unlikely a restaurant would take people's potentially dirty reusable bags inside to pack their order. Yeah, no. Mm. Or if a customer doesn't want a bag, drive through lines will uh, take longer as cashiers have to individually hand items out uh, uh, while waiting drivers are, you know, uh, finding a place to put the different items in their car. Yep. And it's, it just sounds messy. It's ridiculous. All right. Um... Coming up on the program uh, a little bit later on. We don't have any bag fees here at the Mike Show, just so you know. No, no, not no. There, there's other fees. We, we, yeah. do, we do charge other fees. Yeah. I'm rich. You're not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, coming up, uh, we've got uh, we've got Audio Vault. Uh, we've got your stupid criminals, and then we've got the good news. That is all on the way. Uh, this portion of the broadcast, they do not charge bag fees either is Jersey Mike's Subs. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy, because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Good idea. Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above.
It's me, Mario. Just kidding. It's Allison. And Katie. From Casa. And we can't wait to see you at the 9th Annual Casa Superhero Run on November 4th at Percival's Island Trail. Our race features a 5K run, 5K walk, and one-mile kids fun run. And did you guess our theme is Mario Brothers? Become a real-life superhero to a child in foster care by signing up for the Casa Superhero Run. Register today at LynchburgSuperheroRun.com. Give back, do good at the YMCA. The YMCA of Central Virginia is partnering with Foster Fuels to expand their annual coat drive. Please bring any gently used, like new, or new coats to one of our three convenient locations. The Jamerson Family YMCA, the Downtown YMCA, or the YMCA on Old Forest Road. And we will ensure that these items are cleaned and given to local school children and adults that are in need. Visit us online for more information at ymcacva.org. And let's give back and do good. Coming to you live from the Stonecrafter Studios. For custom countertops and cabinetry, shop Stonecrafters Incredible Inventory at their Factory Direct Warehouse, 3678 Manita Road, Bedford. Online at StonecraftersVA.com. KHF! And now it's time for Five Random 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 Facts. Yep, that time of the day we cram your head full of usable information and you can tell it back wherever the heck you happen to be. We don't know where you go or what you do and quite frankly it's really none of our business. Well, Bill has a pretty good idea. Yeah, I, I've been following you. But he is a vault, okay? All those dirty little secrets. I don't talk about he it. Does, he keeps them all to himself. Yep. They're, they're between you and him. That's right. Okay? Um, but if you say any of these five random facts back, somebody in the room is bound to say Wow. All right, here we go. Number one, both China Hello. Hi. and Japan Hello. Hi. Uh, have Eiffel Towers what? that are taller than the one in Paris. Huh. Now, now, they aren't exact copies, but they're among dozens of structures across the world that look very, very similar and were reportedly inspired by the Eiffel Tower. You're like in Vegas. Yeah. The U.S. has several, including the one replica in Las Vegas. Yeah. And now that's about half the size of the real one, which is 1,083 feet tall. I've been up in the actual Eiffel Tower in I Paris. I have never been, I've never been to France. Uh, it's fantastic. Never been but to France. the day we were up there was a windy day, yeah. and that at the top of the Eiffel Tower was swaying. Ooh. I mean, I'm talking about like... Two feet back and forth, like like not barely, not imperceptible at all. It was very perceptible. Dang! And we were reassured that well, that's a good thing. If it sways, <laughs> it's healthier. I was like, I'm going down now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Number number two, the person, the first person to refer to the F word as an F bomb. Uh, was a catcher on the New York Mets named Jer- Gary Carter, not Jerry Carter. Gary Carter, they used to yeah. call him the kid. The kid, okay. Gary Carter, the kid. He's right. a great catcher. So uh, there's a quote from him in Newsday in 1988 where he says an umpire threw him out of the game for using the F-bomb. He said that first. Yeah, he said it first. He, um, he, Gary Carter sadly passed away at a fairly young age from, really? from a cancer of some kind. Well, that's sad. Yeah, but he was a terrific catcher. Played for the the Montreal Expos for a while, and then was on the Mets team that, with Daryl Strawberry and you know those guys of Dwight Gooden that won the World Series. Cool. Number three, in the original He-Man cartoons in the early 1980s, He-Man could not use his sword as a weapon because of broadcast standard rules. 
Uh, and the and the only enemies he was allowed to destroy were robots, not real people. Correct. Now it's 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 kind of interesting because I took uh, I took uh, our youngest daughter. I took both of our kids yeah. uh, to see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I remember you uh, talking three. About the yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, which was which you know had had a level of violence in it. Uh, you know they're fighting a lot of bad guys. Sure, uh, a lot of creatures. Sure, and and they're they're just you know just I mean decimating, you know with with swords and guns and knives and 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 it was you know it was it was rather brutal. Yeah, and I I, I looked over uh, to uh, my my eight year old. Yeah, and I said I said are you all right? And she goes yeah. And I said okay now just just know they're just killing robots those, those are all robots that they're yeah. killing they're yeah. not they're not they're not real people yeah. they're not they're not living things they're they're robots. they're robots and she goes oh okay and so she's fine with that she's a sharpie yeah that one. yeah she is uh number four disney originally had yeah disney disney originally had uh aladdin set in baghdad uh but when the gulf war broke out they mixed up the letters of Baghdad and swapped it a few of them out and changed it to the city of Agrabah. Oh, wow. Agrabah. So uh, Eric Goldberg went to high school with me. We talked about my high school reunion. Yeah, yeah. He was a cartoonist for the school paper and the yearbook and stuff. And he went to work for Disney. Disney. And he was uh, the lead cartoonist for the movie Aladdin. Really? And drew the Aladdin character. That was Eric's work. Interesting. Yeah, it was really, he's done really well with it. Look them. at how we've come full circle. How about that? How about that? And then number five. Yeah. 22% of people say the first time they figured out how to send text messages was when they were voting for American Idol. Wow. That led to it. There you go. That's your five random facts. Hmm. Uh, here, let's play the outro. Why not? Uh, yeah. This has been today's edition of... One, two, three, four, five. Random. 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 Yes. Uh, the Mike Show. Um, so we were talking about off-air. We were talking about our pets. Yeah. Well, even on-air. We were talking about the, yeah. the cats. We talked so. a lot about our, our cats and yeah. dogs. So you have a kitty cat that is having some issues. Yeah. Leo um, had a, a blockage for the like the third time in his life. Uh-huh. He's nine. Yeah. Um, and he couldn't, he couldn't go number one. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it was obviously causing him distress. And luckily, Terry noticed that. And we took him to the vet. And yeah. So he got a battery of tests and x-rays, and they catheterized him yeah. and anesthetized him and kept him for a couple nights, and now we have to get a second mortgage. I'm rich. <laughs> You're not. Because of Leo the cat. <laughs> ting. I'm sorry. And I'm um, sorry for Leo the cat. Yeah, me too. And, he's your, wa- and your wallet. He's a good dude. Well, I told the vet, I said, you know, he's going to have to get a paper out or something. Yeah, something. This, you something. know, and I said, whatever you do, don't let him order room service because he's already <laughs> running up a bill. So, um, Lexi. I, I said, Lexi. Your nemesis? My nemesis. All right. So, Lexi, uh, if you've been following the show and uh, listening to our pet talk. Yeah, you uh, know Lexi is yeah, Mike's nemesis. Yeah, you know, you, number one, you know she's my nemesis. Number two, uh, you, you know that she has some issues, especially especially back there yeah. in, in her lady part area. In the downtown region. Yeah, uh, so she, she, she has this thing that it started out, it looked like a fireball. Oh, you know, like like yeah. one of those, uh, one of those candies. Uh, uh. 
and it was just like hanging out. Dude, I, you know, I, I, uh, well now it looks like a red rubber ball. It's got bigger. Oh yeah, um, and and we uh, we took her to the vet to discover that uh, she is riddled with tumors. Uh, okay, and that was one of them, uh, and and it was you know it, it's, uh, but it but it hadn't had not changed anything. Like her eating was still the same. She her acts the same. Her, yeah, well, it, before her eating was the same. Her her drinking was the same. Her her going you know out. Yeah. Uh, both you know one and two was the same. Her appetite was the same. Her energy level was the same. Uh, well, now it's. That that's changed up a little bit. She was having some issues, some digestive issues. Yeah. So we ended up having to change her entire diet, uh, and then to find out, she finally got a vet appointment, and the vet said, "Look, she's uh, you know we were going to do surgery on this one you know yeah. dangling yeah, participle. participle. Uh, we were we were going to do surgery on this, yeah. but I I I I know how costly this is going to be. Yeah. Lexi is 15 years old, and me and I know that that red rubber ball hanging out of her is not attractive. Uh, but we we put a diaper on her, you know, now yeah. because she has some incontinence issues. Uh, and and he said it's a good thing keep putting the diaper on her because that'll protect that, yeah. and 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 you won't have to look at it. Yeah. And and uh, he said, but if I remove that. It's not going to save her life. It's not going to give her any additional so time. She getting ready to get in the checkout line, or well, what? Um, and it could be years, uh, as described uh, by the doctor. But uh, he he said that her her diet she she stopped eating for a while. She stopped going number two for a while. Mm. She's still going number one. And he said, well, this is putting strain on her system. Yeah. And and just her her age yeah. and all her complications and her tumors and everything it's yeah. just putting stress on her system, uh, and she will we're all going to go eventually. Right, she's going to go. Uh, it's just a matter of when. So we were feeding her for that week. We had changed up her diet before the the, right. the vet appointment. Right, we changed up her diet to uh, to chicken and rice and chicken broth. And then she's finally eating, and then she's finally going. However, she's still straining, and it, and she still is not a hundred percent. And then we found out that that was the wrong diet to be giving her. In her condition, uh, we should be giving her a low protein diet, a lower protein diet, and mm. then the chicken and rice is a high sure. protein diet. Sure. So it it gave her sustenance. It, it got her perked up again. Uh, but, but it, it wasn't the yeah. right thing. So we have to buy a special food from the vet. Yeah. We have to get a prescription. Prescription food. That's what Leo has to get. For this special food. That's what Leo has to get. And uh, it is 10 times more expensive right, than any food you could buy in the store. Yeah. We have to get it directly from the vet. Same. And I'm rich. <laughs> You're not. Shut up. Uh, and and but but Lexi on uh, and and she has an antibiotic. Uh, three days of this, and she is back to normal. After only three days, hundred percent. She is back to normal. She's wow. moving around the same. She is she is uh, she's perky. 
She's everything is fine with Lexi now, and her her going outside habits are returned to back normal. Back to normal. Back to normal. Everything's well, back to normal. Great, except that. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? They're they're There's, they're they're your they're, they're your fur babies. Of, they're part of your family. They're your fur babies. I'm 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 grateful that Jerry the cat is. Uh, I got to show you this picture of Jerry, by the way. Um, I'm grateful that Jerry the cat is uh, is still in such good health. Uh, he, oh, he was dude. he was he was very very mad because Tab pulled out a camera. We were having snuggle time, and Jerry here. That's let me. A great I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this. Jerome. I'm gonna share this up on uh, up on screen. If you go to the Mike Show VA, there is Jerry and I. That's a great uh, in the kitchen, uh, and we were ha- we were having snuggle time. Where I, I was picking him up like yeah. a baby, and yeah. he's and he's rubbing his face in my beard, yeah. and and we're just having snuggle time. Yeah. And then Tab pulled out the camera and goes goes, here look, and Jerry looked at her like, how dare you interrupt snuggle this time? This is snuggle time. This is snuggle time. What are you doing? <laughs> he's still good. Look at that look. He's That's like, what he looks like. He's, he's like, like, what the hell, lady? Yeah. This is snuggle time. You're interrupting snuggle yeah, time. Get out of my face. Yeah, exactly. That's what but he's yeah. saying. So, and Jerry's a big. You can obviously yeah, see. No, Jerry's large. He's like he's he's like a he's like a, a little a little mountain lion. Leo weighs like eighteen pounds. Yeah, he's about, a beast. About the same. He's a beast. About the same. He's a big cat. Um, but yeah. So there's there's Jerry the cat. Nice um, picture. Yeah. So luckily, Jerry the cat is still. In great health, but Good. Jerry is thirteen or fourteen, yeah. and I didn't realize how old he was when we got him from the uh, from the Martins. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Fuzzy is still in good health, but he's again in you know thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. So you know, but wow. it's the thing we do, you know, for for fur do. babies. Yeah. All right. Uh, coming up on the program uh, a little bit later on, we are going to get so much stupider. Uh, with your stupid criminals in dot news. And I'm going to check out. All right. This portion of the broadcast is brought to you in part by Lynchburg Regional Airport. It's so much easier. Whether your adventure is just beginning or you're on your way home at Lynchburg Regional Airport, we're ready when you're ready. L-Y-H. From here to there to anywhere, we're ready when you're ready. Join us down at the Lynchburg Community Market and experience all that one of the nation's oldest farmer's markets has to offer. Grab some lunch from our restaurants and shops or shop from our awesome selection of artisan, handmade goods, and our crafters gallery. Swing by on Saturday to check out our farmer's market where you can shop from the freshest selection of local grown produce, meats, and more. The Lynchburg Community Market, located in downtown Lynchburg on the corner of 12th and Main Street. Open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 2 year-round. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Lynchburg Community Market. Back for its 10th year, the Bedford Area Chamber of Commerce's Christmas Market is a time for small business to shine. Join us on November 4th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Spring Oak in Bedford, located at the historic Elks Home, for fun, food, hot chocolate, and holiday shopping. We had over 400 community members come see us at the Christmas Market last year, and we're looking forward to seeing many more this year. We're still accepting vendor applications. Registration will be open on bedfordareachamber.com through October 27th. Broadcasting from the Stonecrafter Studios. For custom countertops and cabinetry, shop Stonecrafters Incredible Inventory at their Factory Direct Warehouse, 3678 Manita Road, Bedford. Online at StonecraftersVA.com. KHF. 
It is the Mike Show. It's the uh, Tuesday edition of the program. That brings us Megan Huffman from Share Greater Lynchburg. Hello. Hello. Good morning, Mike. Hello. Uh, how's it going? Great. Great. Beautiful day outside. A- absolutely. Did you see the sky out there today? It's finally fall. Wow. By the way, uh, you know, it's good because for a while there we, we were still doing summer. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's finally fall and it's a very, very nice day. Beautiful. Uh, you are joined by, uh, well, each and every Tuesday, uh, you bring us a guest. Uh, today's no exception. Who you got there? Yes, I'm so excited to have Sarah Proctor here, who's the Director of Stewardship for the Academy Center of the Arts. Hi, Sarah. We love Sarah. We love the Academy. We're so excited for Sarah to share about a new program that she has over at the Academy. Uh, You guys are doing so much over there. Uh, And and, uh, folks... You know, a lot of folks just think, oh, well, uh, it's it's a theater and they do shows and and uh, well, they've got another theater. Oh, wait, they've got a pottery studio. Yeah. Oh, wait, they've got they've they've got kids camps and they've got and, and uh, art galleries. And then there's more and more and more and more and more. So tell us all the things that you guys are doing and then some new things. Sure. Well, so you got it. Yes. All those things and so much more. And I think I happen to know one or two <laughs> things you know a couple about things the place, happening. but nobody wants to hear it from me. They want to hear it from you. So, you know, in addition to all of the things, the theater, the art camps, the um, the pottery studio, the galleries, you know, we're, we always have first Friday in the galleries and that rotates on a regular basis. There's so much that we do in the community and just different programs that we've been implementing and the programming department has done the most exceptional job just bringing some new things to the community um, and specifically free programming to make sure that we get everybody involved in in the arts and in what's happening downtown mm-hmm. absolutely so uh, now talk about uh, you have a uh, you have a new thing that you've never done before. Is this correct? Yes. So okay. um, as as a lot of people, well, either you know or you don't know, the academy is actually a nonprofit organization, and so so much of what we do and so much of how we can continue to be that resource in our community is through memberships and sponsorships to the academy. Uh, that's a significant part of the funding and and all of the things that we can provide uh, to downtown Lynchburg. So we. Have have our memberships, um, but we've just started a new program called the Small Business Membership Program, mm-hmm. uh, where we're reaching out to folks that um, want to, you know, bring their employees, um, find ways to bring their clients to the academy in some really cool, creative ways. Um, so, providing them with different perks and some membership benefits. So, um, it ranges between five hundred dollars as the entry level, and going up from there to three thousand dollars. And what's included our Academy Presents tickets, access to the Members Lounge, uh, tickets to the Warehouse Concert Series, which are going to be that much more robust going into the 2024 season. Yeah, they are. Uh, (laughs) Yes, we're really excited about the Warehouse Concert Series moving forward. Um, And then also uh, some some great things that you can do within your organization. So... um, team building opportunities, whether that be pottery workshops or some of the team building activities that we have on campus already built into our programming and offering discounts for those things, as well as some networking social opportunities for the small businesses that join this program. Yeah. So, and then of course, you know, some naming opportunities. So having your business listed in the playbill on our annual donor wall, and then also in our annual report. So we want to make sure that we can advocate for you as well as you all coming and joining uh, part of the Academy family. You know, we have, uh, we have a couple Mike show chairs. 
uh, at the academy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're folding but, chairs. Um, They're in a closet in the back. They are. Yeah. And, and thank you for reminding us of that. <laughs> no and, problem. And letting you everybody know. know. See, I, I, was, I, I was I was being all proud because you know we had we had uh, some mic show chairs there. Yeah, I I don't like you no. when you're overly proud. I know nobody does. <laughs> Mike, I was just yeah. thinking when Sarah when you were talking, Sarah was thinking about the many ways that I personally engaged with the Academy this past weekend. Yeah. Um, I was speaking at my daughter's elementary school and I saw Stephen with the art bus there. Mm-hmm. We yep. were doing some service learning and they were painting rocks outside. Yep. And then Saturday or like Friday night, um, I walked past the monster show in the historic theater and then went to chamomile and whiskey in the warehouse theater and yep. past the, the, the studio where they were doing pottery and there was a bunch of people in mm-hmm. there. And then, you know, just there's just seems like there. It's such a live, vibrant, active campus mm-hmm. that anytime you go by, um, it seems that some, something's going on there, and that takes resources. It absolutely to, to takes off. resources. Yeah. But and also, like you said, there are things that happen on the academy's formal campus, but then all the things that happen right. outside of the academy with the AIM bus and these different programs yeah. that we provide uh, in the community, and one of the big. Um, things that we are working towards in 2024 and uh, with our new campaign coming up in the fall is finding how we can impact 150,000 people in our community. So by getting to that point, it's reaching beyond our walls and finding ways in which we can connect with everybody, regardless of age, um, you know, mobility, any of those things, we want to make sure that we can yeah. reach them. And also, speaking of which, and not to interrupt, uh, but speaking of, uh, of the uh, outreach programs that you guys do, uh, Ted Bat uh, curates a number of, of uh, satellite galleries yes. uh, off-site as well, as well as the, the galleries that are on-site at the Academy. And so you can see uh, works of art uh, from our community that uh, the Ted has curated all over town. Yeah. yeah. Ted is probably the most, he's one of the most connected people yeah. I know. If there's an artist in the area, you know who, who Ted is. And Ted has a story of, yep. you know, yeah. how they got here and there. But yeah, so Westminster Canterbury, we have a satellite gallery as well as Magnolia Foods, uh, the Virginian. And then on campus, we have um, three gallery spaces, um, two of them being at the Patricia Harrington Gallery building at 600 Main Street. And then down in the warehouse lobby, there's on rotation a youth art gallery. Well, and Ted's been there since the Academy was built. So there's like (laughs) 1900 and what? Anyway, I'm just kidding. 19. Anyway. I'm just kidding. Kidding. That's a, it's a joke. Um, well, folks can learn more uh, about everything that's going on uh, with all of our area nonprofits if you uh, visit sharegreaterlynchburg.org. Uh, all the information, especially for uh, the Academy Center of the Arts, uh, and 164 nonprofit organizations. And it's it's a it's a what they do and even a what they need. Uh, if there's you know if there's a need for a particular nonprofit and you'd like to make a connection, you can find that information at sharegreaterlynchburg.org and just type in the nonprofit that you're looking for just search uh alphabetically or by category or whatever um and and you can also find out more information obviously about uh shows programs events things that are going on at the academy center of the arts uh, by going to your website which is yeah uh, academycenter.org and yeah check out all of the shows that we have coming up i mean even this week we've got steel drivers it's 
sold out, but I mean, we're so excited about that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the following day is the Underwater Bubble show. So, you know, you've yep. got date night and you've got family night, yeah. like, set. And that's <laughs> great. You know, uh, Underwater Bubble show, that's like bath night at your house, right? It, <laughs> it is. That's, well, that, we're actually using and that. We can come to that. We're using that for bath night. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to go to the Academy for bath yeah, night. Good, good um, so the neatest thing and and I I've I've seen this everybody knows my connection to this so I've seen this uh, organization grow yeah. uh, from back before the historic theater was restored uh, mm-hmm. and and have seen the progress and even once the historic theater was done and open staffing was still not to the point where you could have six different events going right. on on at campus the at the same time and have enough uh, back-end staff and, and support staff to pull it off. Now, there are multiple things, like like Megan had said, yeah. Friday night yeah. was, was a, really... A, yeah, it was a testimony <laughs> yeah. to see that because you had, you had the We Are Monsters show uh, that was an Academy Presents, an Academy Kids production yep. uh, there on stage at the historic theater and it was a packed house yeah and then you had chamomile and whiskey going on down in the warehouse the pottery studio was open the galleries were open everything it was a hopping block yeah it really yeah. was yeah. so kudos to you guys and if you if you're looking for an organization to support uh obviously date night is great concerts are great uh we brought some great concerts to the academy this season i mean look there's the wall right there. <laughs> yep. uh, uh, starting with Everclear, Ben Folds, Wallflowers. You know, who, who would have thunk it? Yeah, and uh, that's just within like the past month and a half. Three months. Yeah, yeah. yeah. three months. Uh, and, and Chamomile and Whiskey uh, coming to play the warehouse uh, was tremendous. Uh, we're looking forward to 2024 as well with yeah. uh, with the Warehouse Concert Series. We're looking forward to a more robust season yes. uh, as well. And uh, and there are so many ways for businesses and individuals to connect. There's so many ways for businesses and individuals to connect on Share. And Megan's going to talk about that. Yes, um, absolutely. I well, I'm just grateful. Uh, just want to say to the Academy, and I think that this is an awesome program that nonprofits can take advantage of, mm-hmm. um, a very affordable way to support the Academy mm-hmm. and then get some benefits from it as well for clients and board members and donors and yeah, recognizing exactly. those that you that you would like to, to spend time with at a show or something like that. So I think that's really neat. Um, yes, the... We're we're really busy over at Share um, and the Greater Lynchburg Community Foundation. I think I mentioned last time that the Youth Philanthropy Council had started back up again, and their grant cycle is open right now until November fifteenth. And so nonprofits can apply on our website at lynchburgfoundation.org for a ten thousand and a five thousand dollar grant that will be awarded by this group of twenty seven local high school seniors who have been selected elected and nominated to be on this committee so it's an honor to serve and they learn about philanthropy and the process that goes into selecting the recipients of the the grant so they realize what a rigorous and intentional process that is when a committee sits down to decide where that those philanthropic funds go so that's that application is open again through november 15th don't miss out on that particularly if you're a youth um you know a youth affiliated organization they tend to you know sway towards those that are serving peers uh so you know that's that's just a little tip i guess but um that's what i've heard but um i think that the students really enjoy that process and with um 
with Share, we are launching this week our Give Good campaign, which is our Giving Tuesday uh, campaign. Right now, we're accepting nominations for Give Good ambassadors. Those are individuals in your organization and in the community that you think are doing an awesome job giving back. That could be board members or volunteers or, uh, or staff members people. or retired individuals <laughs> who are serving on every board in the, the, the fair city of Lynchburg. every board. No, anyone like that. <laughs> I, I, um, I know no one. No one. <laughs> but when oh, they um, when they are nominated, we reach out to them, and they but they join a uh, elite family of five hundred individuals who have a give good beanie cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get to wear that hat around town with pride to say that I give good, and you should too. And then we will be inviting those individuals to be on television, radio, live remotes, billboards, news. Uh, newspaper ads, magazines, all, you know, all the things to talk about why they get back to the community. And so our nonprofits are journeying with us on this on this uh, this journey. And uh, it's just going to be really fun to see all the different stories and quotes and um, and feedback on why people give back to our community. We have such a philanthropic and giving community and that's mm-hmm. uh, we really are a special place because of that and we want to really highlight highlight that and tell that story this season um all in anticipation of giving tuesday which is november 28th and there's a lot of fun to come with that that we'll be talking about over the next few weeks but right Absolutely. now you can pop on to sharegreaterlynchburg.org and nominate a give good ambassador today and uh that is up uh if you uh, if you scroll down on the uh, homepage, mm-hmm. you can see that under stories uh nominate a give good ambassador uh, right there if you go to sharegreaterlynchburg.org uh, well, thank you so much for joining us on the program. We really appreciate it. Each and every Tuesday, uh, you can learn what's going on in our nonprofit world uh, from this lady. That's right. And, uh, and thank you, Sarah, for joining us. Sarah. Thank uh, you. Thank always, you always a pleasure uh, to see you and, and talk about uh, the Academy Center of the Arts. Uh, it is The Mike Show coming up a little bit later on. We've got your audio vault. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Megan Huffman with Share Greater Lynchburg. Share is an online platform that helps neighbors discover ways to support, serve, or shop for over 150 local area nonprofits all in one place, 365 days a year. You can learn more at sharegreaterlynchburg.org. The United Way of Central Virginia is hosting their annual food drive for the entire month of October to benefit local food pantries throughout Central Virginia. They need your help to surpass the goal of 15,000 pounds of food, donate unexpired non-perishable food items, cleaning, and hygiene products. And if your business or organization would be interested in hosting a box, please contact United Way of Central Virginia. The October Food Drive benefits 13 local food banks and pantries just in time for the holiday season. Visit unitedwaycv.org for a list of collection sites or take your donations to the United Way of Central Virginia's offices at 1010 Miller Park Square in Lynchburg. Visit unitedwaycv.org for more information and be the change. Coming to you live from the Stonecrafter Studios. For custom countertops and cabinetry, shop Stonecrafters Incredible Inventory at their Factory Direct Warehouse, 3678 Manita Road, Bedford. Online at StonecraftersVA.com. KHF! All right, let's open it up. It is your audio vault for today. Our collection of bits and clips and viral audio for your ear holes. I think you'll like it. You think the Saw movies are scary. Where do you see the new sequel? From the makers of Saw comes a new horrifying psychological thriller. 
Two strangers awaken, chained to a wall in a dark, cold basement. Do you want to play a game? Who are you? What do you want from us? Answer one question correctly, and you will go free. Get it wrong, and you die. What's the question? What is the past tense of the verb see? Can you use it in a sentence? Good Lord, today I see you, but yesterday I blank you. It's seen! It's seen! Yeah, definitely! I, I seen you yesterday! Oh boy. Coming this Halloween, seen. Rated <laughs> PG for poor grammar. Uh, I seen you. Uh, all right. Uh, do you want to go to a, uh, uh, speaking of scary things, uh, do you want to go to a real scary haunted house this year? Uh-huh. See your real estate agent. This Halloween, forget those lame haunted houses with plastic skeletons in a fog machine. At the real-life House of Horrors, you'll experience things that genuinely terrify homeowners. <laughs> like popcorn ceilings. <laughs> Cell service that doesn't reach the bedroom. <laughs> A neighbor who parks on their yard. What? A mortgage with a 7% interest rate. And stray cats fornicating in your crawl space. (coughs) The real life house of horrors. Where the lights flicker because the electrical panel needs to be updated. All right, uh, let's go to viral videos now. So, have you ever wondered? Uh, I, I love music, and and I specifically love this song, by the way. Uh, have you ever wondered what the uh, B-52s "Rock Lobster" would have sounded like if the band System of Down had written it? Well, <laughs> this musician took a crack at it here. more viral videos for ye. A TikToker named Brian Mello has gone viral with a video showing how car thieves can hack into your key fob and steal your car. He also gives advice how to prevent it. Two thieves who are about to go ahead and drive off in some poor guy's first-gen BMW M2. The guy carrying around the antenna that looks like it was sort of like MacGyvered together in his basement is performing what's called a relay attack. If you didn't know, your vehicle's key fob is constantly emitting a signal, looking for the car that it belongs to. Likewise, the car is also constantly looking for that key fob. So what the guy with the antenna is doing is trying to amplify the signal from the key fob that's in the house in order to trick the car into thinking that that key fob is much closer to the vehicle than it really is. Which means once they get in, no alarm's going to go off. 
And the thieves can just start up the car and drive it away, probably to some chop shop somewhere, or ship it overseas, whatever they feel like doing. Most people leave their keys by their front door, making the entire process even easier to hijack the signal. Now, something you can do to protect yourself is you can actually put your key fob in like a little metal tin or something when you get home, or you can use what's called a Faraday bag or a pouch. Both of those will block the signal coming from the key fob so that something like this won't ever happen to you. Okay, that's a really, really good advice. Uh, all right. Um, uh, let's save both of those for uh, stupid criminals. And we'll save that one for stupid criminals as well. <clears throat> and we'll skip those just because uh, Facebook is, is going to mute the audio. Uh, are we going to a comedian? Yeah, we are. Okay. Uh, we wrap up Audio Vault with a comedian, and today is no exception. Since it's National Pasta Day, here's comedian Jim Gaffigan on eating way too much starchy food. I struggle with my weight. I'm on this uh, fancy diet, that Domino's pasta bread bowl diet. <laughs> Have you seen the Domino's pasta bread bowl? It's a bread bowl filled with pasta, covered in cheese. The only ingredient missing, a suicide note. <laughs> I eat unhealthy. I actually enjoy eating unhealthy, but a Domino's pasta bread bowl? I mean, I got kids. I don't want one of them in a therapist's office. If my dad loved me, why would he eat a Domino's pasta bread bowl? Pasta in a bread bowl? That's a sign of a serious eating disorder, isn't it? I was out of control. I was putting pasta in bread bowls. It's a matter of time before I cover with cheese. I needed help. I went to a meeting. It worked out. I love how Domino's presents it as some traditional entree from the old country. Ah, uh, the pasta bread bowl. <laughs> it's just like a mama Domino used to make. <laughs> All right, that's your audio vault for today. Uh, let's reach over here uh, lovingly. Grab the handle and uh, pleased to be giving it a tug. Keep all that sound inside. It is the Mike Show Tuesday edition coming up. Uh, we are going to get so much more stupider uh, with your stupid criminals in the news. This portion of the broadcast is brought to you in part by Lynchburg Regional Airport. It is so much easier. Whether your adventure is just beginning or you're on your way home at Lynchburg Regional Airport, we're ready when you're ready. L-Y-H. From here to there to anywhere, we're ready when you're ready. Hi, I'm Matt Bright, the new owner of CRI Digital Impressions, and I'm excited to announce a new chapter in the century-long history of CRI. Mutual Press was founded in 1927, and in 1973 it merged with CRI to become CRI Mutual Press. In 2002, it was renamed CRI Digital Impressions. I also own Bright Images, which has provided print and media services to the area since 1995. Yes, there is a new owner and a new location, but the same commitment to quality and service. In fact, quality and service are the cornerstones of my business philosophy. Quick turns and service with a smile. From business cards to banners and pamphlets to paperback books, we can provide all your printing needs. Call, visit us online, or stop by our location at 3022 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. We look forward to serving you. 
Three Roads Brewery is Lynchburg's gathering spot. Enjoy the relaxed open atmosphere of the Lynchburg Tap Room with plenty of space to unwind or outside on their expansive patio with friends and the entire family. Check out Three Roads games, arcade style, darts, and more. And of course, an excellent selection of craft beers brewed on site. Grab a Three Roads today at their Tap Room, 1300 Court Street, downtown Lynchburg, their Tap Room in Farmville, or anywhere they serve great beer. Three Roads is also available at area convenience stores and supermarkets. And if they don't carry Three Roads, ask them to. Brewing Community, Three Roads Brewery. Coming to you live from the Stonecrafter Studios. For custom countertops and cabinetry, shop Stonecrafters incredible inventory at their Factory Direct Warehouse, 3678 Manita Road, Bedford. Online at StonecraftersVA.com. K-H-F! All right, time once again for Stupid Criminals in the News. All right, uh, speeding tickets can blow a huge hole in your budget, depending on where you're caught and how fast you were going. You could be looking at hundreds of dollars, but in Georgia, you might be looking at more than a million dollars. A man in Savannah, Georgia, was pulled over last month for driving 90 in a 55-mile-per-hour zone. That's 35 over. So he knew he was going to be hit with a big fine. But when he got the ticket, it was for more than one4 million dollars. Yep. He assumed it was a typo, so he called the city. The woman who answered uh, said, nope, there was no mistake, and that he needed to pay that amount or show up in court on December 31st. The guy called a lawyer who told him that in Georgia, the maximum penalty for traffic violations is $1,000, although it could be up to 5000 or ten k if you're also hit with an aggravated criminal charge. So what's going on? Well, a rep for the city of Savannah says this was a super speeder ticket, which requires a mandatory court appearance where a judge will set the penalty. They say $1.4 million was listed on the ticket as a, quote, placeholder. Basically, it's just a bug in the software rather than just say there's no automatic fine and that you're required to show up in court. The system just spits out the max numbers it can for base fines or other fees. Is this legal? Are they allowed to do this? Well, the rep said that the $1.4 million means nothing and isn't enforced. Obviously, this doesn't make any sense. So it's something they'll need to correct. And it doesn't even seem like it would be hard to do to correct it. It also seems very illegal. I mean, come on. If you if you got a ticket... And and then you called the uh, the the office and they said, oh yeah, no no no, that's 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 not a typo. It really is one point four million dollars. Um, so speaking of outrageous speeding tickets or speeding ticket stories, a man from Texas, 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 got a two hundred thirty one dollars speeding ticket in Oklahoma, and he and his fiancee decided to add it to their wet, wedding registry so their family and friends could help pay it off. Uh, it's a joke, but it looks like they uh, they did add it as one of the cash fund registry options, like uh, how other couples would let guests contribute to a honeymoon, a down payment, or Taylor Swift concert tickets. Um, oh, here's uh, here's audio. Who is this? Uh, this is uh, here is oh Connor Cato uh, says he was doing ninety in a fifty-five mile per hour zone. And uh, here he is talking about the fine, along with a criminal defense attorney uh, talking about what a more typical fine would be for this misdemeanor. One million four hundred eighty thousand and thirty-two thousand 
The maximum for a misdemeanor is a thousand dollars. If it's a misdemeanor of high and aggravated nature, the maximum will be five thousand dollars. All right, so there we go. That's the, the entire story that I read for you. Okay, um, there's oh, there's more. Uh, Amanda ended up shooting his father over an argument about a weed eater. Mason Jack ended up calling 911 after shooting his father, who was five feet away. Uh, here is acting Somerset County District Attorney Molly Metzger talking about the shooting. The victim was not in a state to be interviewed. We'll certainly continue to investigate this, but we didn't have any evidence of intent to kill. Okay. A Georgia man. Oh, we uh, we did that one. A Grubhub driver in California was caught on a restaurant's camera eating a customer's food in the parking lot. Here is Martin uh, Luzianelli, uh, CEO of uh, Mexahana's Hibachi Grill, talking about the hungry driver. I noticed that he was untying the bag started chowing down on the food. Grubhub hits us back and says, hey, you know what? This customer didn't get enough shrimp, or this customer didn't get his fried rice, or this customer didn't get his garlic noodles. Well, of course, your drivers are buffeting on their food. (laughs) Good Lord. There's good news in the world, and we like to share it during this particular segment uh, because there is so much stupidity. Speaking of uh, DoorDash and Grubhub, a, a New Hampshire police officer fulfilled a DoorDash delivery after pulling over the driver for speeding. Here's the man that ordered the food, David El- David Eldridge, and Officer Chris uh, Spicoli talking about the good deed. Here we go. There was a knock on the door. I thought, well, that's DoorDash, and there's a police officer there. Sometimes administrative issues can jam you up, and it's not really your fault. And so we did what we could to tell, try to help her on scene, and then and obviously help her with her with her DoorDash. After he left, I thought. Maybe I should have given him a tip. <laughs> All right. Uh, it is the Mike Show. Uh, let's do this. Uh, we've got one more break. This portion of the broadcast is brought to you in part by the United Way of Central Virginia. Let's say you're given a dollar a week to the United Way of Central Virginia's general fund. What happens after that? Do they take some money off the top for admin fees? No. Your dollar stays the exact same amount from the time they receive it from you until the time they allocate it to any one of their 26 partner agencies. And what does that dollar a week help provide? This is how your dollar makes community change. The United Way of Central Virginia is supported by you. All right. Well, that is it. That is the program. We are back tomorrow. Goodbye. Don't come back. Now we're back tomorrow with another thrilling edition of The Mike Show. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for tuning our way. And if you're listening in your car right now, thanks for the ride. Scotty, beat me up. We'll see you here again tomorrow. Who's going to do the dishes?